I'm just busy. But we're also bored. Busy and bored. Exactly. This describes us perfectly. Hello, and welcome back to the Busy and Bored Podcast. Hi, guys! <laughs> we are excited to be back. It is a cold, rainy day. And we are finally sitting down we're to record two a podcast. Snuggle bugs and we're yes. ready. You know, we're getting cozy. It's a Saturday, weekend vibes, gloomy, pouring rain. It's like one of those days where you wake up and you can't tell if it's still nighttime, you know? We've been binge watching Twilight and it's tonight's the night that we finish. Well, guys, this is not like an abnormal thing for us. We probably it's a it's a semester thing. Yeah, it's no, an well, every semester thing. It almost feels like in like every few months type of thing. It's the last time that we binge watched all of the Twilight movies was like two November. months ago. Yeah. yeah, it was two months ago. Luckily, Sarah's family has purchased all of the Twilight movies, so instead of spending like twelve dollars every amount. two months. We have them for free, which almost makes it worse. It's a long-term investment. Yeah. So we probably, I mean, I feel like everyone has those movies that they just always go back to. It's a nostalgia. Yeah. There's like a certain vibe and like whenever it's that vibe, you're like, that is the movie that I want to watch. And especially if it's a series. And then if you have a person who also likes the series. Well, and I feel like embarrassed when like... I'm like, oh, I love, I love the Twilight series because, like, if you are like someone Own watching, it. Own it. no, but if you're someone watching Twilight for like the first time, like you would be you like, don't understand. You would be like, huh? Like, I mean, it's kind of a little like the first one's a little cheesy. Not gonna lie, yeah, it's but so it's cheesy because you watched it as a young girl and you were like, ah, like if only. <laughs> what you said, a young girl. Um, yeah. Well, also, I think that you have to like. I feel like it helps if you read the books. I didn't read the books. I'm just saying that a lot of people who have I read a passion books. behind it did read yes. the books. And or for me, I grew up watching them with my mom. Like my mom's the one who watched all the movies. And so it was kind of our thing every time the movies would come out. And then afterwards we'd drive home and I would ask a million questions about what happened in the book. My mom would always be like, why don't you just read the books? Yeah, you really should read the books. I'm a little, I don't know. I think at this point, I'm so invested in the movies that if I read the books, I'd be like, I, I don't know. It would give you a new insight. I read the books when I was really young. I read them when and I was And those in, books are thick. They are thick. I was in like fifth grade. I remember reading them and my aunt had like recommended them to me. And so I was reading them and I was reading Breaking Dawn. <laughs> and if you've seen Breaking Dawn, you know it's when they go on their honeymoon and they have sex for the first time and they yeah, break the woo. bed but she's still a human she's so still he's human, still like so fighting off these yes evil. intense desires to suck her blood well, no that's not the point <laughs> the point is that they like break the bed pillows are Everywhere. broken she's covered in bruises the next morning and i remember like going to my mom in fifth grade and being like so do you have to buy a new bed every single time you have sex? Like, is that how this works? Like, and my mom was like, this is putting a whole new, this like vampire book is putting a whole new spin on the sex talk I thought I was going to one day have to have with my daughter. Like, no, you don't get covered in bruises. No, you don't have to buy a new bed. talk with like a vampire spin. Like, well, so it's a little more complicated than that. I mean, at the base, it's, 
Well, I mean, it's... No, it's not. (laughs) You're like, no, expectations lower. Also, if you're... I feel like if you were reading... I mean, how did you view relationships? Did you think that you would actually grow up and like... Oh, I was just waiting. Yeah. Waiting for the hottest boy in the area to just like find me average girl just extremely attractive yeah (laughs) i fall and he's just like so endearing yeah he saves you in the cart like Mm -hmm. on the side yeah so anyway we i mean i've seen them multiple times but i feel like every time we talk about something different or notice something different i'm still learning and that's just the whole point yeah i'm reading the newest one now i'm reading the twilight from edward's perspective and it's really just given me a whole new insight yeah it's it's been it's been a good time so just thought we should share that it's a rainy day and think about i don't know what kind of movies everyone else is into but the twilight series is a very big connector i feel like for sarah and i's relationship mm-hmm. so i think it's important that it was touched everybody on knows episode. that yeah and um i do think that there's a lot of people who are very judgmental about the twilight series and <laughs> our to, boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> to those people um just mind your own business <laughs> man i don't know <laughs> everyone has their thing okay no big deal no big deal it's just another it's just another movie series that just happens to be one of the better ones you know yeah. so the other thing um interesting going on i guess besides us watching twilight because i mean i guess at the at the base that sounds depressing i guess a little boring <laughs> feels like school just you're like school just started in nursing school but we're still mainly our life is focusing on these movies lately so um sarah has started her capstone yeah in her little advanced fetal health what clinic it, center for advanced fetal care yep that so we're going to give a little update here, the deets on Sarah's little clinic life. Yeah. So I I think, well, I was really excited to see, because I think in my mind, I was like, when I, I'm like, old, like future down the line, I'd love to be like an NP and a women's health clinic. But like over in nursing school, I've had like a million different things where I'm like, oh, I would, <laughs> I would totally do this. But that's just how it goes. No. There's yeah. just so many things but, to do in nursing. But like. sometimes you realize that like those, like what you've like pictured in your head, maybe it isn't quite like the reality. Yeah. And like then yeah. it like kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little nervous that I was going to go and then like be like, oh gosh, like I didn't like, I don't like this as much as I thought I was going to. And then I was going to be like, okay, well like now what? Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. anyways, I just, which is hard when you like build something up in your mind. I mean, it could even, it doesn't even have to be down the line, but just maybe a job that you get that you're like, this is my dream job or your specialty. You're like, Mm -hmm. I want to be a labor and delivery nurse and then you're at labor and delivery and you just have a horrible day that is just it's hard to process or not even like a horrible day but it's just like not like quite like didn't live up to like your expectation expectation. so that's something or there's and there's also things that surprise you so yeah it goes on both sides so this has been a pivotal moment for sarah because (laughs) i show (laughs) up in this quarantine period sarah and i have focused a lot on our future we talk a little bit too much about it um so this had high expectations, to say the least. But I uh, got in the elevator, and there was another nurse in there, and she was like, "Good morning, how are you?" And I was like, "Whoa, is oh. she actually talking to me right now?" Yeah, I was like, "Oh, um, 
good good yeah and she's like where are you headed and I was like oh I'm going up to this clinic and she's like so fun and I was like yeah it's actually my first day there and she was like oh my gosh so exciting (laughs) she's like well have a great day and then like which maybe if you don't work in the hospital you don't know this but like no one talks to you your shift starts at 7 a.m like it's early you're there like 6 30 and And Sarah's there at 7 a.m for this clinic too but you get on the elevator and no one talks to each other because everyone's just like oh my god and if someone did that to me like if I if you were going up to your unit like in the actual hospital and someone did that everyone else in the elevator would be like what the hell is this girl on yeah most people are like don't talk to me until I drink my coffee yeah. or like everyone's in a huddle and everyone's just like silently just like mentally preparing themselves for yeah. the day ahead. There's just not a lot of chipperness, happy, enlightened people riding the elevator up to their units every morning. There should be more, There should, but be. the reality is that there is not. So whenever you like have been somewhere for so long and there's no energy like that and then you show up, it's kind of like, am I the one that's... Yeah, so I like go up and... I was like, wow, okay. Well, like, first impression is going well. And then um, I get to my unit, and it was like, everyone was just like so happy. (laughs) Like, so excited for Sarah to be there. So excited for me to be there. I felt like um, I have my own desk, which is just like like, so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Just. Because you don't even get a desk. Like, nursing, you will get like. You don't even get your own computer. It's no. literally just a free-for-all. There's yeah. probably 10 computers on the unit, and it's whatever one you set up for the day is, like, quote-unquote yours. But even then, doctors gets, will sit. It it'll get stolen all yeah. day. So to have something that's actually, like, yours at a place of work is very Yeah, and everyone nice. just was, like, super excited to, like, for me to be there. So I felt really excited to and be to there. to learn. Everyone, yeah. including, like, nurses, medical assistants like physicians like everyone like learned my name like I felt like I was valued like versus well and it seems like a lot of them kept saying stuff I've heard so much about you yeah we were so excited to have you like so like no one was like who the hell is this like girl and um I feel like it'll be really good because um I've gotten to do a lot of like blood draws fetal monitoring learning a whole lot about like the different ultrasounds and tests that they do for pregnancy, um, for like genetic testing and stuff like that. So I'm learning a lot. I really like the people. And so far I'm like, I could totally see myself doing this like yeah. long-term. And I'm so glad that it um, has lived up to like my expectations of what I made it <laughs> out to be in my head so far. And like, I've only been twice. So updates to come on how the rest of it goes. But yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, the clinic life. Loving the clinic life. Yeah, which we both have never had experience with, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. I feel like just the way that nursing school is laid out, it's super hospital focused, which is totally fine because I feel like that's where you probably learn the most. Yeah, and that's just like where the biggest job pool is. But there's just not a lot of opportunities where you're bouncing around randomly. It seems, at least at our school, like if you have a clinical somewhere, you're there for like eight weeks or Mm -hmm. 16 weeks. It's very like, it's not like you get a day oh, here's a day, like, go to this clinic. Here's another day. I mean, we're supposed to have an OR day, but then, you know, the pandemic happened and that didn't work out. But that was the only random day where you didn't have to have a whole, like, rotation on one unit where you Mm -hmm. could kind of, like, bounce around. Which I feel like would be a good idea for them to be, like, here's a clinic day, just so everyone can just see what it's like. I don't know. It's hard to know if you like something if you're not exposed to it. And we already have to choose so many little things, like, it's just yeah. easy to put it yourself in a box. hard because nursing's, like, so broad. And I feel like they do, like, they do try and give us, like, a good 
different experiences. I think but it's hard, really, it's hard, hard to, to do cover a good basis of like yeah. med surge, which yeah. is important. And it's hard to that's... cover everything. So the main topic we wanted to talk about today was the different stereotypes in the specialties of nursing. And to kind of like give you guys an outline of how we're going to be going about this is we will give you the stereotype and that's not necessarily that we agree with that stereotype. It's this just is the just stereotype. what you either hear before you go yeah. or like what the is shown on media or just image. like the vibe that you kind of get whenever you're on places, whether or not we've actually been there or not. A lot of them we have been to, mm-hmm. but um, it's more just like an all around vibe. It's not saying that like everyone's like this yeah and then we'll give like our actual like experience in that specialty and then to bring it into perspective for the those of you who aren't in nursing we thought we would relate (laughs) it to like a a celebrity celebrity. like if a celebrity was going to be in a nursing specialty that we're going to talk about which one would they be into just so you can kind of get the image of it yeah get the overall vibe we tried our best and also in light of us <laughs> watching watching Twilight. the Twilight movies, we have also we have categorized every single one of the characters. Yeah, <laughs> we have also put some of the main characters in Twilight into specialties. So if that's your if that's your plan, if that's we like also, your vibe, then, we have other celebrities yeah. as well. Unless you're but not if you're Twilight. like a Twilight, like that's your vibe, then you'll like it. You're and if you're the not, then just ignore like. it because you don't really care anyway. So we'll start. I'll, well, I guess I'll start. Okay. So I'll do the ER first. Um, the ER, the ED, the emergency department, the action-packed environment that um, I guess it's a very, that's a very specialty, I feel like, of nursing. So our like stereotype, I feel like that people do, it's like super fast-paced. The nurses aren't really interested in making like a personal connection with people. They're only focused on like keeping people alive, no bullshit type of people, very like badass like to the point point. like not strong like independent whatever people that's like the all-around vibe of the emergency department what do you think about it I guess you have you ever really been I've I've only been down for like a little bit to get a patient um and take them to the cath lab so I haven't spent like an extended period of time down there I had I shadowed in the emergency department once and I will say, like, a lot of that is true because yeah. the main thing that my nurse, like, talked about, which, first of all, she was awesome. Like, she was very cool. But, um, yeah, I just picture, like, a really cool person working at the ED. Like, if you're, if you're like, not cool, like, you're probably not very, working down there. You'd be very badass. Yeah. And she was saying that the best part was you, if you don't like your patient, you don't really have to, like, spend that much time Spend with a lot them. of time with them. And there's, like... You know, people always talk about, like, type A versus, like, type B people. Type A people are very organized. And I feel like the best way I could explain it is it's, like, organized chaos. Like, everyone knows what their role is, but no one really, like, gives a crap about, like, the small things. Just that a lot get it of, done. It yeah. doesn't matter how it gets done. Yeah, just get it, it done. It has to get – yeah, and it doesn't matter if there's, like, a million tubes. It doesn't matter where those tubes are. It doesn't matter if, like, they don't come up to the floor looking picture perfect. Like, they're alive and they're stable and we did things where we had to do them and, like – get over it's it done yeah we didn't like spend a lot of time they don't have to like chart that much like in detail mm-hmm. as like a forward nurse would about like every little assessment it's just like writing a lot of notes like here are the things that I did like good luck you know mm-hmm. they're either getting transferred up or they're getting transferred out so it's just like a little middle ground so I would say a lot of that is true I mean I'm sure a lot there are like ED nurses who are like sensitive caring people but 
overall overall the stereotype which i feel like that is not a bad stereotype to be like a badass person yeah so um our celebrity person that we chose was well for like the music industry it'd be rihanna yeah Rihanna's a bad bitch yeah she's doing her thing she's just out there like getting shit done she doesn't care what people think about her like she's just trying to keep Fenty afloat you know (laughs) (laughs) doing her thing okay and then for the movie industry we have like Angelina Jolie specifically in like those movies where she's like okay Mr. and Mrs. Smith like she's just like an independent woman I haven't seen that movie but I trust it so yeah so that's kind of the all-around vibe for that and um for like a boy we did like Dwayne the Rock Johnson Mm -hmm. and for Twilight we did um Emmett and Rosalie yeah because I mean the two of them together like Emmett's like kind of like a meathead you know and then Rosalie she just doesn't give a fuck about anything so those that's the all-around vibe for the ED I feel like that's a good representation of what it's like if you've never been into one but um yeah there you go for that one so for the next specialty we wanted to talk about OB and the stereotype for OB, I would say, is very, like, girl power, mm-hmm. empowering women's bodies, mm-hmm. that whole vibe. I feel like, and people, a lot of people don't know that there's two different. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. feel like there's two very, there's two subspecialties within, I mean, there's three different subspecialties, but the main one would be labor and delivery and mom baby and those are two very different vibes Mm -hmm. so like labor and delivery i would say is more similar to like an er Mm -hmm. type of like it's very like fast-paced a little bit chaotic because it's delivery and people just come in Mm -hmm. there's a triage and then mom baby is much more like lovey-dovey breastfeeding education to skin skin to skin like power yes (laughs) just a lot of education a lot of love a lot of bonding you know so there are two very different vibes there as a whole like everyone i feel like in ob is very like girl girl power power. yeah yes and um so for the mom baby our mom baby celebrity is courtney kardashian where she's just like yeah courtney is the ultimate breastfeeding the natural way yeah Courtney's like eating her own placenta. She's like beyond the (laughs) rest of us. Yeah, very holistic. And obviously, not every mom baby nurse is like breast, like baby to breast stereotype. But this is just like the stereotype of like mom baby is just a very like holistic person. Yes. Who just wants people to love each other and loves her kids. Courtney loves her kids. I mean, that's her whole personality. Yeah. And then our labor and delivery, we chose from our Twilight cast, Alice is kind of like a, you can do this, girl mm-hmm. power kind of vibe, but all around. And bubbly. I feel like everyone in OB, I mean like. Very friendly. I guess from our experience, we could talk too. Like, I feel like everyone in OB is really nice. And you kind of have to be because you're kind of like up in people's vaginas yeah. all day. So, like, it would be and nice And you're literally you're... delivering somebody's child. That yeah. it, It's like a huge job. <laughs> like, it's a really big deal because this is something that, like, people will remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And it's a very big moment. Whether the thing about, like, OB that I think is interesting is it's always a big moment in somebody's life, whether or not mm-hmm. it's like happy or sad or yeah. like a little mix. It's always like a big moment. Yeah. It, there's always something there's, it's when like you see people's birth vlogs, they always talk about like, Oh, I had an amazing nurse or like, I didn't yeah. have a good, like the nurses kind of like made me feel bad. And I feel like, I yeah, you just have to be like a very like easy to talk to mm-hmm. friendly, really loving, understanding, yeah. but also know your stuff. 
Yeah, and wanting get to like, empower done. people. Yeah, getting you shit got done. this. Yeah, do who's your uh, a labor and delivery celebrity? We said Alice. No, no, no. It's Emma Watson. Oh yes, Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah she she's, she would be like, you got this. Your body yeah. was made for this. Yeah, Emma Watson, and she's like a very get it done. I feel like those people usually mom, baby, and L and D are pretty like calm people. Like I've never met. Yeah, like I feel like none of them were that like high strung. No, you know, because well, it's not a very like once you get on mom baby like most of the time like it was a good outcome like y- yeah. you have a baby now and it's yeah. like happy and it's yeah. just like okay like learning how to breastfeed and like making sure baby's healthy and mom's healthy and like but overall like everyone there is pretty happy and healthy so that is the overall vibe for of the OB world. OB. I mean, a lot of people on there's like a lot of people think it's you know a lot of butterflies and rainbows, but there is like a lot of sadness to it sometimes i was gonna say i think a lot of people think we talk about this at the clinic a lot that like once a woman becomes pregnant that like it's like all sunshine and rainbows Mm -hmm. but like those people still have the same health conditions and like drug addictions or whatever Mm -hmm. like or like family issues like they still have messy lives even when they're pregnant and even during delivery and after delivery unfortunately so like I think people forget that and I think that is a little bit startling when you first start out in OB because you like picture these perfect happy families and unfortunately that's not always the case but yeah and like the whole added layer of if the baby like if like the mom miscarries and yeah yeah so those are some pretty I feel like I feel like OB is a pretty well like little resp- it's like a very specialized part of nursing but I feel like a lot of people look at it and they're like you know respect yeah you know? yeah if you know what goes into it I feel like you definitely have respect for the people who do it yeah okay so next we'll do peds the pediatric life um the stereotype for peds is like a very happy, chipper. bubbly, chipply, like chipper, chipper, like wearing like colorful scrubs, and, yeah, and you know having like little nursing like badges Lo- that she have loves kids, yeah, loves just kids. loves them and just so eager to just like make a kid's day, and um, high pitched voice is I feel like something Definitely. that always people are like oh my god. Aren't you just a cutest thing? Yeah. Um, so, and then, okay, so for like a celebrity, we'll do um, like Kristen Bell and Reese Witherspoon. Those are some very like happy, bubbly, bright people. Do you feel like people. the stereotype is true having been in peds so much? Uh, no. Okay. I The interesting thing I think is like everybody likes kids, obviously, that works there. And yeah. there totally are the people that like – wear really colorful scrubs mm-hmm. and like just love being at the children's hospital but I like as a whole a lot of people are just very chill people you know yeah I don't know I, I I feel like a lot of people that work on my unit especially like I don't think you would see them on the side of the road and be like oh I bet she's so good with kids mm-hmm. but I think that every pediatric nurse has like something that they just turn on you know yeah or, like we can come out and just like talk like honestly probably a lot of like it's a lot of different personalities it's like the ed people and the yeah. like just like so many different minds but then when you go in a room i feel like most people have Can a special way on. of yeah yeah being able to turn it on and so it's very it's a very diverse group of people and i wouldn't peg any of anybody as being like <laughs> well sometimes happy I, bubbly. I forget because ah. like you're i feel like you're very chill and obviously i've never been in peds but then sometimes you'll be talking about your day and you'll be like oh and and then you like go into the voice that you do with when you're talking to your pediatric patients and I'm like whoa I mean like 
It makes sense, but I just like can't picture you. You like know that. what? And here's also the thing: if like you're a baby, song. yeah. <laughs> If you're in Pete's, like, you have to have so much patience because things that would normally take, like, three seconds in the adult world takes, like, 30 minutes because you have to bargain with a child to, like, take meds or you have to, like, get to parent them because they're not listening or, like, everything just has so many added layers to it, which makes it, like, really fun and interesting and adds, like, different aspects to it. But it's also frustrating sometimes because you're, like, God, just take the goddamn bed. Like, just like, please, like, you're making this so difficult. But then you're like, okay, like, she's only six. Like, she's six and she's in the hospital. Like, that's hard. Like, that sucks. But kids are way more resilient than adults are. So that's also yeah. really cool to see. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Did but you say who the celebrities were? Yeah, I said Kristen Bell and Reese Witherspoon. Because I feel like those are very, like, strong, good people. But they're also yes. very, like, naturally more and light like you yeah, know little friendly bubbly. yeah bubbly and um for um for twilight we chose jacob the only reason why i chose him is because i feel like it's a little he's kind of like a kid at heart yeah he's just a kid he's just there for have a good time not really trying to make things too serious yeah so he can get thrown into the mix there we'll we'll keep him around in that that little world so the next one we wanted to talk about was med surge and the stereotype for med, Sur- med surge gets a bad rap i feel like yeah but i feel like the people who go into med surge are very chill and are very like like i'm not trying to like overachieve in life like i'm like happy at this job like i like yeah. this job i'm and just trying to learn i'm just like, trying or it's like the new grad who's like kind of like stressed out and it's yes, like just so like stressed. starting out <laughs> i have six patients i've never done this before in my entire life i'm 20 I'm years old yeah <laughs> and i'm responsible for four lives so <laughs> and they all have dementia and they're all like pooping their pants yeah but um overall i not that I agree with the stereotype. I think that the people who work on med surge are awesome and deserve more respect than the stereotype gives them. Yeah, I think some people think of med surge as like nurses settling. Yeah. Like why would they not try and go into a specialty? But there's like med surge in itself is so Broad, like has so many layers. So many different yeah, things. there's like so many units and some of them are like step down units, some of them are specialized in like cardiac or oncology mm-hmm. and like those people are so smart like especially even like oncology like you could consider that like a I was gonna say I feel like there's even a unit at the hospital we work at that's like the cystic fibrosis unit and those yeah. nurses know everything about that specialty and I loved that yeah. unit and everyone who goes to that unit loves that unit because like it's such a specialized area and the nurses are so knowledgeable about it and like the patient population is so unique so I think like they're there's just, just layers yeah there's yeah. i feel like when people think of the bad experience of med surge or thinking like a, of a telly floor where it's literally just like a random yeah just random ass things there's no rhyme or reason mm-hmm. but there's so many really good and technically like a lot of the pediatric floors are quote-unquote like med surge too you yeah. know what i mean so i feel like you can specialize and get advanced um you know certifications and stuff even if you're in med surge so i feel yeah. like as a whole people picture it as like either <laughs> don't mind the sirens we live next to the hospital <laughs> um but people either picture it i know <laughs> they've been extra, extra loud lately <laughs> i'm keeping me up at night um but yeah as a whole i feel like people think of that as where the new grads go or pe- when people like settled in life but in reality like you could have a very fulfilling career yes, in the med totally. surge world and the celebrities we chose keep so we kind of have like a we have a kardashian thing running yeah. and then we have a twilight thing running so like we said 
Courtney's in mom baby. Chloe is here in med surge. Yeah, she's, she's chill. chill. She's not overstressing yeah. about things. We also have Bella Swan here. She's cool, Bella Swan does just yeah, kind of general. She, she yeah. didn't really have anything specific she was going for out yeah. of nursing school. She's just there to be there. Yeah. There to have a good time. Yeah. So that's med surge. Boom. <laughs> okay. So now we'll do ICU, which is the intensive care units. Um, I feel like a lot of people will compare ED versus ICU nurses because they're both, I would intense. say, trauma intense related specialties, but they are completely different people, yeah. especially the stereotypical way that people talk about ICU nurses. So the stereotypes for ICU would be like a very much a perfectionist. Yes. Totally like type A personality. Yes. Really, really smart. Very, very um, organized um little OCD yeah and probably yeah a little bit and likes yeah likes things done a very particular way they're color coordinating their lines versus yeah. like an ED they're just like throwing, throwing them it. yeah so that's kind of like the stereotype is just very intelligent maybe a little bit entitled like that kind of vibe of a best. person yeah like we're the best the smartest whatever um so Sarah and I have both. I mean, I was in like the pediatric ICU and then Sarah went to a lot of different ICUs. Yeah. And I would say like there are definitely people that I would not peg as like that kind of person. I think that it's like a spectrum. Like there's people in ICUs, especially if you're there's like the that cardiovascular ICU. Yeah, I was going to say I so for my ICU rotation, I went to I spent a day on each every single one of the ICUs at the hospital that we go to. And I was going to say, I feel like the type of nurse varied based on the ICU unit because there's so many different, like there's neuro, there's cardiovascular, there's, there's the trauma one, there's yeah. SICU, which is like surgical ICU. And like, I feel like the cardiothoracic ICU is like what the stereotype I feel like would fit the best, but, and like the, but then like the SICU felt more so like an ED experience. Like yeah. it felt very chaotic. But I do think as a whole, like if you really took down people to their peg, like they all really like things done a certain way. Yes. And I think they do find a hard time giving up control. And, and like, all, all are very knowledgeable because Yeah, of, they're all so, yeah. I've literally never, yeah, everyone that I was with in the ICU knew so much about literally everything, which I think that. You have to. Yeah. Like there's just so many different ass like it's just such yeah. an advanced level and such a specialized way of thinking about and something. I also think that they do I feel like in the ICUs a really good job of like collaborating with physicians I feel like mm -hmm. in other areas of like nursing like you're just like sent the orders over the computer and you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing and I think the difference in like an ICU nurse is like they can tell you exactly why they're doing what they're doing yeah and like the thought process behind or that, they're the ones they the like difference. ask for a certain orders and stuff yeah it's like more that. of a collaborative yeah so um our celebrity would be like kim kardashian because kim kardashian's kind of a boss ass bitch she's yeah. very smart people don't like give her a lot of like you Credit. would never like she would not she doesn't take a lot of shit and yeah. she's a very smart organized. organized has her life together woman and then so does meryl street she's also just an iconic little wonderful woman that she is so those are kind of like the ICU vibes and then for our um like Twilight we'll do um Carlisle obviously because mm -hmm. he's a doctor but he's mm -hmm. just very like calm cool collected seems like he has life together yeah and then Edward will be in there too yes so that's the all-around vibe for the ICU I feel like the stereotype is pretty accurate it's not like I don't think people in the ICU think they're smarter than everybody else but 
there's just like an extra level it's out all of nursing like you have to be smart yeah like, there's intelligence in all of it it's just like different types yes. and i feel like from the outside the like icu world feels like the most overwhelming mm-hmm. with knowledge yeah and so the last specialty we wanted to Woo-hoo. talk about was clinic and since i've more been like there, outpatient I will give you my expert opinion. Um, so the stereotype, the stereotype, yeah, yeah. The stereotype is that they took the easy route, or that maybe they're not as smart as let's just yeah. say like the ICU nurses mm-hmm. that we just talked about. Um, I feel like that is not the case. No. I I do think that the schedule of how clinics are set up, whether they're doing like eight to not or they're doing like a 10 hour shift like 7 to five thirty. it is like they ha- because they have that schedule they're able to have a better work-life balance and therefore i feel like are more they're like happier yeah, people I, and maybe the clinic people are the smarter for <laughs> choosing that um but i also think that like all of the nurses who work at my clinic and maybe that's just because it's such a specialized clinic are so knowledgeable on like not just like the general like pregnancy things but like every single thing that could Mm -hmm. go wrong and know so much about that and are really good at like educating patients and how to perform the procedures and all sorts of stuff and like referrals and all the different things that go on throughout the hospital and labor and delivery and stuff so I think like Riley kind of said like there's knowledge in every single one of these specialties it's just the knowledge that it takes varies in how it's like expressed and delivered mm-hmm. is different for each one because they're all in different settings but overall who are your celebrities for your oh clinics? right for my clinic um i have kendall jenner as our kardashian i also put like jessica alba just she gives just, me yeah. clinic vibes just like doesn't put to together the most, cute happy yeah. like um, we also have Esme from Twilight. Yeah, she's our little Twilight. And then if you watch Shit's Creek, Daniel Levy, like the guy, <laughs> you would totally be a clinic person because you just want to get his hands dirty. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like that vibe of no like, wiping butts. Yeah, no wiping the butts. They're smart out there. They yeah. don't have to do any of that like bullshit. Living stuff. the dream. Yeah, out in the clinic life. Where do you think, based on your experience so far, like you fit in as far as like one or two of the specialties that we talked about I don't know I feel like it's hard because I feel like we have preconceived like feelings about specialties of like where we would be going yeah like my personality from the outside yeah like where you think I mean I have two in mind for you okay what are they I see peds and like ICU is what I see but is that just well again I guess because yeah that's I feel like it's hard because okay all of them you could do any of them you I, could do any of i them. feel like sarah and i both are not like the only thing that i feel like we both don't fit into is like the ed no i just don't think that no. we're very like i get i'm a little too much of we're like a, a sensitive person of, and too much of a control freak both yeah of us. i just think i would stress me out like a little bit yeah just to be down there um i could see i could see though in any of them like if that's where you started i think you would mold into that person yeah but i do think it like gives you leverage to have a particular like personality personality before you do it. it so i mean i can i could literally see you in any of them yeah i don't know if i would do well in peds 
Yeah, I don't think I could see. But I also think that if that, like, if you, that, if someone offered you a job and that's where you had to go work, I think you would just make it work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. So maybe all of them for Sarah. Keeping besides. our options open. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we just fit every mold. I mean, what do you know? Like, <laughs> such well rounded individuals. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the end. That's we, that's welcome. So the world of nursing and our stereotypes. So I guess um, it, we just thought it'd be interesting if we shared what people think and what we have thought within it. And then you can kind of, maybe you guys can figure out where where you, you would fit in. Where what you would, belong. What, what would be your nurse? <laughs> yeah, we also didn't talk about like OR nurses or psych or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's, like, there's a whole others, other world we, out there. But we also like, we thought about including those, but we haven't personally had experiences there. So we didn't feel like we could like give an honest opinion. Like I'm it. not gonna, yeah. yeah. It, so, it would just be an ultimate stereotype. It would have been <laughs> ingenuine, yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We have to go finish the last two movies of Twilight. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So we will talk to you guys soon. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Instagram on Busy and Bored Podcast. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>